Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. everyone. I hope you all are excited. Thank you, Coach Aldrima. As always, it is a pleasure and an honor to share this platform with you. Guys, I'm excited this morning. I'm going to jump right on into it this morning. I don't have no time for no little... Uh, you know, what's the formalities or whatever. I think, guys, you guys already know us. You're here. And we'll, uh, I want to make sure I get enough stuff in this morning um, because we're still building on accountability. And today's topic is the heart of a steward. Y'all stay with me because I'm going to tie all this together for you. Trust me, I'm going to put a nice little bow on it. But the heart of a steward. And as we were talking, continuing on our journey of accountability, but I want to share some things with you, some nuggets, some 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 foundational principles right now. I won't go back into what accountability is. We've shared that if y'all didn't get or you weren't on the line, y'all need to get the replay by signing up at wisdominspire.net, and you can get access to the replays. But let me just go ahead. So a high achiever is the leader that has accepted their purpose of fulfilling that divine assignment that only they can do. And they are now understanding that they are on a journey, not just to manifest God's hand, but to truly trust in God's heart. Because, see, when you get to a higher level and we can only see so much of God's hand and we get confident and we build up on it, right? But he wants us to go deeper to a higher place in him to where we're trusting in his heart. Because even when we can't trace him, we're supposed to trust him. And so it is essential that as high achievers, those leaders get to that place because there's going to be times in your leadership where you can't see him. And it's supposed to be that way. Because you're not supposed to get caught up in the result. You're supposed to follow the path that you've been called to follow. And many, many times, especially for those high achievers, as we serve in the marketplace, as we serve in this society, we can get bogged down with the wrong messages that take us off course, that causes us to travel down the road where we're going, and we end up stopping by the addresses I gave y'all yesterday for hypocrisy between what we say and what we do. And we understand accountability is the guide that helps us on this journey to keep us true to the path, which is trusting in God's heart, ultimately, right? So it's when these leaders, when we are no longer serving to see God's hand manifest, but we are determined to steward what God has given us in a way that manifests his heart, the essence of who he is, the essence of his purpose, the essence of his truth in each and everything that we have been called to steward over. See, accountability and stewardship kind of travel hand in hand because we are going to be given an assignment. We are going to be given some things to steward over. You have stewardship in your parenting, stewardship in your marriage, Stewardship in your business, stewardship as an employee, 
stewardship as a friend. You have stewardship as a teacher. You have a stewardship as a student. All of these roles in our lives create this essence of stewardship, and accountability has to be there that holds us together because everything we do, we're influencing another. I shared with you a couple of days ago, we talked about the three different forms that accountability can take. And those forms are important because they manifest first internally. Those forms are about a positioning of our heart. If our heart's been positioned as a teacher, as a student, and as a friend. And they are very key because those forms of accountability also take place and manifest externally. We will have a teacher on our path. We'll have a student on our path, and we'll have a friend on our path that will be a, the ones called to hold us accountable, and then we will also show up as a teacher, as a student, and as a friend to serve as accountability to another. We are all interconnected, and all of our roles tied together. And so when high achievers receive that call of stewardship, when our creator says to you, this is yours now, what I've created, I want you to take care of it. We know that he created all of what we possess, and he is the source of its existence. But he gives us dominion, authority, ultimately the final responsibility of operating with it, making decisions about it, taking actions or non-action. And those are the things that we will have to give an account of. When we think about this, I want us to think clearly there's a story about the five talents. And in it, this is a form of the stewardship and accountability that I'm covering today. They each were given gifts, right? They each had a level of influence, gifts, talents, or abilities. They were given that by their, the, the, the person in charge of them, over them, their creator, the source of it, the person who owned it, right? But there had to come a time where the two of them, or they were clearly aware of not just his heart, but they knew, not I mean, not just his hand, not just what he did and how he ruled over or was in charge of them, what his expectations or desires were, but they knew his heart. They knew the essence of the man that gave them the gift. So that led two of them to go and not just be fearful, but to take action, to do something with the gifts and abilities that they were given because they knew that they were going to have to give an account for it. And they were focused on that, not focused on how well it was going to do, not focused on if he was going to like it, because what they did not clearly uh, tune into was that he was going to be a ruler over them. They were looking at his heart, his expectation, his essence. He was a man of business. He was a man of multiplica multiplication. He was a man of making sure that you put things to use, right? That's a heart thing. That's not a hand thing. And so, but there was one who was so stern about his hand, because we know this, because in the story he says, I know you are a stern man. You were somebody of authority. And basically, I'm paraphrasing, I was too afraid to lose what you gave me. So I didn't do nothing. I just buried it in the ground because I refused to take a risk because he didn't know the man's heart. He didn't understand his creator's heart, that his heart said, I will never look down on you because there's no result, 
My heart is, I want to know where your heart is. Are you willing to put yourself out there enough to stay focused on what I gave you? I gave you a gift, and my essence shows you that I'm a man of multiplication. So why would you not at least attempt to multiply what I gave you? That's the same way we as high achievers need to think. We have to make sure that we are focused on the essence of what our creator has given us. We know that he is a creator of multiplication. He is a creator of one standing in one's authority and dominion. Even if that means that you will have to stand alone, he says you're never alone because I'm always with you. We have to be clear about our assignment and be willing to stand in account for our actions, our decisions, and all of the things that come with the responsibilities that we've been given. Now, how do those three forms of accountability even tie into stewardship? As a teacher, that one person is responsible for setting the standards, the expectation, establishing the culture, the trust, and the responsibility. The teacher then gives the student stewardship over the learning process. So do you not see how your creator has given all this already to you? He set standards for you. He's already established a culture of trust and responsibility for you. And now he has given you stewardship or ownership of your learning process. He has a talent. I need you to learn more about your abilities and what you're capable of doing. I need you to be focused on the essence of who I am and not fearful of my hand. Because if you know my essence, you know my hand will sit back and just continue to love on you no matter what you do. But I am one that despises one that will cower away and hide themselves in the dirt and will not take the risk of trusting in the heart of who I am. So now the teacher will help the student learn self-assessment. Does he not tell us to self-evaluate ourselves, right? So if you see that, do you know that the cycle continues? Because when your teacher does that for you, you become a teacher. And now you're doing that for the student in your life. And do you understand that the accountability of a teacher is a lot heavier on you because not only are you the one responsible for carrying out what's been passed down to you, you are now responsible for how the student takes action. Because if you falter, if you spend too much time at the house of hypocrisy without self-evaluating yourself, you not only damage you, but you damage the student that's in your life. So now you are not going to just give an account for you. You're going to have to give an account for those that you've influenced. That's why in the instruction manual it tells us clearly some of us ain't called to be teachers because some of us can't bear the weight of the influence because we have yet to put our heart in the right position. As we journey, the student now becomes the teacher, and now the cycle will continue. And then when we look at the role of the friend, the friend is about an intimacy because a friend knows you a little bit better than your teacher. The friend knows the little things that can get you off course just a little bit more. And that friend is now accountable for their level of influence in your life because if that friend does not hold you accountable and does not hold themselves accountable, they can either take you off path or they can allow you to take them off their path. So we have to be clear as stewards about every single connection as a teacher, a student, and a friend, not just externally, but in our heart. Have we positioned ourselves to understand that we are a teacher in everything that we do? Every time we show up, we're teaching somebody something. Have we followed through on our standards? Are we keeping our own word? Are we staying true to principles in our lives? Because somebody is learning and watching from you. 
somebody has seen you as their teacher, and now you have just become responsible for how they set standards in their life. And then does each of us have a heart enough as a student to just be humble enough to learn from somebody else, to see what works in their lives, to see how they live a life of integrity and how they are able to do it even when everything else seems to be against them? Are we humble enough to self-examine ourselves and be owners of our own learning process? Are we there? And then, do we have the right friends? See, this friendship ain't just talking about your girlfriends. This ain't just talking about the people that's going to tickle your ear and tell you what sound good or going to tell you the latest trending thing or tell you the latest highlight on the story. This friend is the one that's going to say, didn't you tell me that we about to start a business or that you getting ready to impact lives? This friend, the one that's going to remind you of your overall purpose and your assignment. They're going to remind you that you are on this journey, not just for God's hand, but you have moved to his heart. That you need to put yourself in position to start trusting him more. Don't get weary by what you see, but stay faithful. This is the friend that's going to be there when you lose it all, when it don't work, and they're going to still be right there to tell you, you know you did good. Don't worry about it. We can get back up because we know where we went wrong, so let's try it again. Do you have those three? Are you those three? That's the question. Stewardship, accountability. They travel together because in everything you have, you are going to have to be in account for that because you are the steward of it. So, all right, as I always tell you, I hope this call met you where you were today. I hope it gives you some things to think about. I hope you guys began to just continue to trust yourselves, trust in God's heart, not his hand in this season, because where you are going and the lives that you're going to impact some things may not be seen to the naked eye, but you got to trust it with that spiritual eye that know that you are doing what you're supposed to do and let's stay consistent. Let's stay true to our principles and let's stand in the truth of who we are because as stewards, we're going to have to give an account for each and every level of influence, every role, every responsibility that we have. Can you do that? That's the question. Thank y'all for joining us this morning. If you want to learn more, we have a great networking event today for our AAC co-working community. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. We will be just strictly networking, a mixer, and there will just be a brief opportunity for you to ask any questions and to even schedule a one-on-one -on -one so that you can learn more about this great community of female entrepreneurs, lifestyle business owners, as well as freelance professionals who are supporting each other in accountability and productivity on a faith anchor, faith principle foundation. If you want to learn more, email us at hello at aaccoworking.com. See you guys again or listen for you guys again tomorrow morning. You guys have a great and wonderful Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.